Welcome to the Metabolic Coach Podcast, where it's all about exploring a new way of losing weight, one thought at a time. And I'm your host, gynecologist and a certified life and weight coach, Dr. Rashmi Pawar. Hello, my friend, and welcome to today's episode on nausea and vomiting in pregnancy. This is specifically for women, not just with PCOS, but anyone who is pregnant or has been pregnant and who suffers in her first three months every time, or is just like thinking that there is no end to it. So what does nausea and vomiting mean to you? Like if you are pregnant or have been pregnant, What is that, like, what are you making that mean? Did you feel sick? Because that's how I felt when, because anytime in our life when we are not pregnant and we get nauseous, it's either because you have a bug in you and you keep on puking, like that's what happens. The nausea comes before the vomit. And sometimes it just comes with medications, like especially if you're on certain medications like metformin, you will have it. Or or if you're taking birth control pills, there's a side effect of of that. Sometimes when you're drunk, it can happen as a part of hangover. So nausea always makes us like, it ends, right? Anytime before pregnancy, it generally ends. But in pregnancy, it doesn't end. And it lasts for weeks. It starts from some patients, they come to know that they are pregnant just by the nausea. And some will suddenly start nausea and vomiting by six weeks and it will worsen and it will be at its peak from like eight to 12 weeks. And then it will start reducing. So how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel sick, helpless, hopeless, You fear that you're going to die of starvation. You are not feeling so good of not having that ability to feel better with food anymore. You fear dying. You fear that you have to work with it and how you don't want to. How or if you have to work with it, you feel like a victim that how everyone else is feeling good and you're not and no one really cares. Do you get like angry with people around you, uh, your husband, your family, your kids, or you just get angry with yourself, or do you get depressed? Just like the the depression, if you if you know what depression means, it just like comes up in bigger with nausea and vomiting. So this is like as as I said, all these feelings these are because of a change in your body which is nausea and vomiting which is actually a feeling in your body it's sort of a sign it's a symptom it's a complaint but you are making it mean something what are you making it mean so if it's your first pregnancy or multiple times you have been pregnant what you make It means the nausea and vomiting keep returning with the same intensity in every pregnancy. So when you're feeling sick, 
what is the result that is getting created when you think you're sick what happens is you don't really enjoy anything in your life when you feel helpless you don't really access any help in your life when you feel hopeless you don't see any hope you don't see anything good in your life when you fear star fear of you when you have this fear of starvation you land up actually starving because you can't access any other ways to eat when you find that there is no more instant gratification of food that was available for you you just continue suffering by finding other ways to um seek pleasure when you are in that resistance wherein you don't want to have this nausea what happens is you create more like agonizing thoughts more of mind drama which does not feel good or when you are like a victim where you think that poor me I, i'm the one who's suffering you don't see that you don't have to do what you're doing you don't have to go to work you don't have to do the things that your kids are asking you to do you don't have to do any of that and if you want to do that you don't see that you actually want to do it even with the nausea because you're constantly thinking no poor me poor me poor me when you get angry with your husband your clients your family your kids what happens what is the result that is getting created you lose the connection with them the emotional connection which doesn't feel good when you get depressed and you feel low you really don't get access to that good feeling the happiness the bliss and all of this i want to just i want you to become aware of is that it all starts with a thought which produces a feeling about the nausea and vomiting and honestly you're not aware of it are you you don't recognize it what's happening you think this is just happening to you but the reality is that your brain is making it mean something your brain is interpreting that diagnosis that interpreting that complaint interpret <laughs> interpreting is that a word <laughs> it is analyzing <laughs> the nausea and vomiting how it feels in your body and it's giving you an interpretation of it an evaluation and it's telling you what you should do so what happens when you reach a doctor what does a doctor do to you what happens is they give you alternate thoughts like if you come to me as a patient in my clinical practice i would first of all tell you like it depends on how bad your situation is first thing we do is a urine test always to see if you are actually dehydrated or you're starving because then we start seeing your ketone bodies in your urine and that happens because your body is accessing fat stores which is not a bad thing but like you you will lose weight because your fat stores are depleting and it can be bad for the baby eventually your baby will still suck all the happiness and all the nutrition from you but you will your body will start getting in trouble if you start losing weight so fast also you will be dehydrated and when you're dehydrated when you're starving what happens is you develop electrolyte imbalances which can be life threatening 
and it can have an effect on your brain as well so these are the worst things that can happen and does it happen to everyone no it's very rare i've never seen a patient die of nausea and vomiting in pregnancy i've seen the harmful effects of it but no one has really died of that in my clinical practice of 15 years or 15 or 18 years if i take my residency in count so when you reach a doctor what does a doctor do the doctor knows that you're fine like i know my patient is fine like the but the patient thinks that she's dying but the doctor knows that she's not dying she's fine so what does the doctor tell you well some doctors would just be like use the medication take this and go because they're busy they are doing their thing and that is the fastest solution they can give you and some doctors who are nice and kind they will probably tell you some other things to do like you know you can try to try on your own to make some changes like have frequent meals have smaller meals have dry foods like crackers and toast have a low fat food or have bland food have more of ginger don't have fried food don't have spicy food so there are some who will give you an information booklet and that would say okay try cold food try warm food try sour food try creamy food try crunchy food try salty food they will try to tell you that they will try to tell you find that trigger which makes the nausea and avoid it like avoid putting tadka i remember my dad who is also an obstetrician he would tell his patients don't put tadka like tell someone else to put tadka in their sabzi like you know the tempering in india we do that or uh, some like i remember my uh, my mentors would tell patients specifically it's the same advice to every patient have a dry toast don't put butter on it don't put jam on it just have a dry toast <laughs> i i remember one of my mentors like you like croissant have croissant have as much as you want if you think that is good have that eat what you like that's what they say and then the research says that yes ginger is so good there is so much evidence based medicine that ginger is so amazing then some would give you some other options like turn on the fan if that's something which is like you know the room is like making you the 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 things in the room are making you nauseous just turn on the fan go for a short walk open the window avoid that strong smell avoid smoking avoid second hand smoke don't brush or brush or some will just say rest as much as possible so what are these people actually trying to tell you some of them are just actually trying to tell you move from your physical location and some of them are just trying to tell you just lie down and sleep both the things are because our brain is occupied with that thought the nausea is coming is coming is coming and your brain is not able to handle it so we just want to change your belief about that nausea because that nausea is going to stay and like to look at the bigger picture some of the doctors would say things like hey this is a good thing it's actually a good thing because that some patients who have miscarriages or something they have no nausea at all 
but some patients who have nausea still lose babies that doesn't mean anything but that's something which we we sometimes offer to our patients especially we if we know that the baby is alive and everything is fine we say that it's a good thing your baby your body is making this hormone to protect the baby it's your nature's defense mechanism so that you don't eat junk food because in our our caveman life we are still stuck in our caveman life a caveman brain a primitive brain it thinks that you are actually going to eat and go out and so out of hunger go and eat something toxic which is going to harm the baby and the baby is forming for first three months so this nausea is supposed to be there it's there to protect the baby it's a good sign so some doctors would just actually tell you embrace the pregnancy this is a part of it it's a hormonal thing but what does that mean to you like think about it it's still there like i i get it <laughs> like i understand all of that but i'm still miserable what do i do now so the doctor will obviously give you an option of medication and the medications help to some extent it helped me i mean i was still there with the nausea but the medications helped me but the medications come with side effects like extra pyramidal side effects except for zofran which is not given anymore because it produces effects in the baby most other medications like metoclopramide or procloperazine or cyclozine all of these will produce extra pyramidal side effects which are like neurological effects on you which are temporary it can be corrected with an antidote and you will not die but yes it's scary when that happens it's not common but it's not that uncommon either i have seen patients with it now knowing this would you still take medication some of us would take because yes the benefits are higher than the risk and some of them feel better with the medication but some would still not feel better with medication now what then i tell my patient okay you know what there are ways that you can take the medication some of them are just not able to take it by their mouth because the moment they take it they puke it so the medication never acts so we tell them okay you can use it as an injection you can use it as a suppository the rectal suppository it might work some do go for it and some are like nope i just want fluids i just want injection keep me in the hospital and that is due to many reasons we we don't mind keeping you in hospital for 9 months but that is going to come with a lot of complications first of all yes you are at risk of thromboembolism so we're going to give you a blood thinner when you are in the hospital and second of all the nurses are going to keep coming in and then we're going to keep pricking you for fluids and injections and all of that like you think that is useful but it's not because it's inconvenient for some of you yes that is still acceptable because you are just trying to get out of the physical location which is at home which is making you really really sick and this is working for you so please go ahead and get it if that something is going to work for you and fight for it to make it work and the healthcare system will say no we can't do this and that doesn't matter if that's something which is going to help you go get it 
and slowly start to eat. But some of us don't want medications. I know patients who are like, nope, not happening. I'm going to just deal with it. And they do deal with it. They will not even take a prescription. I would tell them that just, just keep it with you. She's like, nope, it's not an option. I'm not going to have a medication. I'm just going to try to manage my mind around it. And they are somehow the best. They really manage their mind around it. They really figure out because they are very clear about that they are not going to take medication. So that is no longer a problem for them. So how is it possible that the same pregnancy nausea vomiting, which happens in every woman, it presents to with one as like she can handle it and someone else who just can't handle it is in the hospital. And that's because they're managing their mind around it. So how do you manage your mind around it? Like you can, you, you will as human beings figure it out on your own. You will find your information, you will research about it. But some of us can't. We can't because we get trapped in our thoughts and we are not clear about what is really happening and we get confused, we get overwhelmed by what is happening. And that's fine too. I'm one of them. <laughs> so first thing which I want to offer you is medications are available you can always take it you can always go to your doctor get it checked that's all available for you but at the end of the day you still have to manage your mind around it because you still get stuck with your head so first is embrace the nausea see how it feels in your body when it comes it comes in waves actually it comes in waves but we because we are constantly thinking about it we are thinking that it's constantly there and sometimes it's there constantly, but it's coming in waves. So when it comes, try to feel how it feels in your body. It's not in your head. It's in your body. Where is it? Is it in your tongue? Is it in your throat? Is it in your chest? Is it in your head? What's the size? Is it growing? Is it shrinking? It's like point. It's like, what is it? Does it have a color? Does it have a warmth to it? Is it, is it cold? Does it have a texture to it? Like describe it. Because you can if you want to step from your head into your body. Because right now, when you keep saying, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, I'm nauseous, it's in your head. It's not in your body. So disconnect from that. Don't think more about it. And you can stop thinking more about it by going into your body. And do it again and again. So instead of feeling sick, helpless, hopeless, as a victim, angry, upset, stay with it, embrace it. It's there for a reason, let it be. And then ask yourself, now what? I know this is gonna be here for some time, now what? Then you will be open to trying other things. You can be open to going to a doctor to get medicated, get admitted, but don't resist it. Now, the worst, as I described, is starvation, the dehydration, the weight loss, electrolyte imbalance. So I can offer you some alternate beliefs that you can work on. Things like, it's not permanent. This is going to end soon. Eventually it will end. I mean, for some of them it will end in a few weeks. But for some it will be there for nine months till they're pregnant, till the hormone is in their body. And you will get used to it. Your body gets used to it. I can handle this. 
I'm going to rest. For now, just go and lie down. Everything else can wait. And suppose if you can't rest, that's not available, you can still tell yourself, I can manage it. If I can't rest, I know how to manage it. Nothing has gone wrong. I will be okay. I am okay. Now, this is hard work. Sometimes our brain just allows us to do all this thought work on its own and we let ourselves be with our brain. Sometimes it's really difficult, especially when it's getting worse, when we are like gripped by all the thoughts and feelings. And if that happens, remember, you can always reach out to me, book a session with me and get coached around it. Get out of that thought process. And also, you can consider being a part of my coaching program, Blissful Pregnancy. It's a monthly program wherein you come and get coached every week on a group coaching call. I give you exercises that you can do to manage your mind. I teach you how to manage your mind. And you also have access to email coaching on, with me. So if you are someone who's interested to get help, not just about nausea and pregnancy, but everything in pregnancy or just managing your mind in pregnancy, reach out to the link in bio and get in touch with me. All right, my friend, that's it for today. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If you found this information helpful, please subscribe and give a review so that this podcast can reach more women with PCOS who have been told to lose weight to normalize their condition. Have a good day.